This episode of Disney Countdown is brought to you by Countdown Network. From Christmas to theater to Disney, parenting, and beyond, Countdown Network is your home for the top-ranked countdown podcasts in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and dreamers of all ages, welcome to the Disney Countdown Show. Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Disney Countdown Show. It is I, the Dapper Danielle, and I am joined by the lovely and fabulous Megan the Magical Millennial. And girl, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm a little tired, but that's nothing out of the ordinary. So <laughs> I'm still, we're still doing great. I'm, uh, yeah, day by day, you know, still keeping the magic alive. I How are you that. doing, I mean, Danielle? It's, it's the middle of the month. So I don't know. I feel like always during this time in the month, I just, all of a sudden I'm just like drained. That's true. And you're, it's that little tiny ketchup before you finish off the rest of your uh, month on a high note. So I don't know. I, I feel that too. I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little sluggish, a little bit like slow moving, but I think some of that's because the weather here in Florida has been all over the place. And for, I don't know if you saw my Instagram stories. Yeah. It no kidding. looked like, um, the sky was having a rave the other night because we had a combination of heat lightning and regular lightning and uh it, w- it was crazy so um I, we we actually turned off the tv that is, and we walked outside yeah. well, dad of course walked outside he did that the standard dad thing of like even though the tornado's coming on in dad's walking outside the front door putting his hands on his hips and checking everything out and <laughs> and uh, then we came back inside and we just, we actually turned off the TV. We turned off all the lights because it was so bright that it was just giant flashes of light. And I don't know if, if you had epilepsy, you would have like had an episode from the sky the other night. And, uh, it was crazy. It was crazy. That's and crazy. Our, our weather's wow. kind of playing tricks with us now and here in Florida, yeah. I don't know about anybody else, but here we have like fake out fall, if that makes sense. So we're, we'll, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So we'll have we like one night where it's yeah. like, oh my gosh, this is delightful. And that's how you know there's Floridians around in the area is because uh, as you're walking around, you hear people say, oh my goodness, the weather tonight's so delightful. Should I have brought a jacket out? But it's 80 degrees and still 50% humidity. So that's how you know that they're Floridians. But, <laughs> and then, uh, so we had like a really right. nice night the other night. And then all of a sudden it was it, it was hot as all get out. It was it was ridiculous. And we thought it was like peak summertime again. So that's what we call the fall fake out. As you think the fall season's rolling in. But yeah. no, it's just extended summer 2.0. So that's what it is. Yep. <laughs> yep. I feel that we uh, usually for the first couple weeks of Oogie Boogie Bash over here, like people are like, oh, I can wear my, my full costume, be totally comfortable and like my pants and my long sleeve. No, it's it is sweaty and like it's just it's all it's hot it's hot until at least mid-october and then maybe it starts to cool down fall starts mm-hmm. late in southern california as so well at the very end of the parties then it's like okay then you can go really big on the oh, costumes yeah. but besides that you have to be a little more practical when you're creative we Disney try movie. we try i almost i was really scared about my costume last year i was mighty thor and i was afraid i was going to pass out <laughs> So well, you were wearing a giant jumpsuit suit this year. You were actually wearing the full like spandex look. And how did you survive yes. that? But it was, it was light. It was light. It was actually very, very comfortable. Oh. Like the, like the, 
the material was a bit thin. I actually had to wear spandex underneath just so things wouldn't show. Um, and so it was, it was nice and light and, and comfy. That was cool. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for joining uh, the show, everybody, today. Now, um, Megan, before we get yeah. into telling the people who, who we is and whatnot, uh, I just realized I'm not on the correct microphone. Oh, no. So, uh, hold on. <laughs> the Depper Danielle will take Oops. care of some technical issues, and then we can move on with the, new, with the rest of our podcast, because we got a lot of stuff to cover. Hold, please. Hello, testing, one, <laughs> two, three. Do I sound oh, all crisp and clear she now sounds instead of all echoey? So good now, yes. Oh, let's see. You know, y'all, we are, we are learning professionals here. We are just trying to figure <laughs> this out as we go. Because again, at first she is not a podcaster. She is a Disney nerd uh, first and then a podcaster second. That's so right. So we, we do right. have some technical difficulties. And we usually but, talk straight uh, into our phones without a microphone. So this is all. That's true. Because <laughs> you, don't, you don't use a microphone for any of your recordings either right we just re rely off our iphones rarely yeah sometimes i will use my uh the airpods the little earbuds you know with the little microphone mm -hmm. attached sometimes that's only for like uh, you know voiceover videos or just certain things that I, if i'm getting serious about a conversation i'll use that but that's mm -hmm. few and far between so it uses right. just right into the phone um, see, and then people, if you ever see us off to the side or we're like in a corner and it looks like we're being antisocial, we're not being antisocial, y'all. We're just trying to get a recording without some five-year-old screaming in the background. True. Or I don't know, here recently at Epcot, I've had the issue of the ECVs and it's just honking those little tiny metallic horns. They and, have those? Oh, <laughs> I didn't well, even yeah, know. <laughs> Yeah, they have horns. I mean, oh. I they might just not use them over in Disneyland, but over here in Disney World, you get one one drunk little old guy from the middle of New Jersey riding one of those things and it, like a fist and a beer in one hand and then driving down the other hand. You, He's honking away. So, <laughs> wow. Um, okay. It I... can definitely mess up a recording. So I had to hide over in the, uh, I was literally almost in a bush. Like I was surrounded <laughs> by a magnolia tree when I was trying to record here the other day and um i looked ridiculous and i think i got a bug in my hair but you know what the things we do for proper recording <laughs> that's right that's right i know the things that we the, the places we go and the the methods that we use to try and make things sound and look good <laughs> we gotta get creative we gotta, anyway, you gotta tell the people who we are <laughs> yes <laughs> so we are hello everyone we are disney countdown show that's on instagram tiktok and threads and we are pod disney on twitter x of course my handle is the magical millennial underscore we have at the dapper danielle also with us on all the socials um so yeah thank y'all for joining today and mm -hmm. of course we also have our patreons who are here and also part of our patreon family which we're doing something very cool with them um actually we we already had our little one-on-one -on -one chat last week yes. um so if you want to join the patreon family we do some really fun bonus content and episodes each week there and uh talk I about them a present did yes, and we that? made them presents. Yes, and Danielle, her, oh. an amazing artist that she is, made um, a little like self portraits of myself and herself. 
and um, I'm excited about it. I was doing yes. a, I was doing a, a watercolor art style study of a specific artist, and I was like, okay, what? Who could I use as reference to be able to try to mimic this art style? And I was like, well, I have my face. Oh, and then I have Megan's face too. Let me just go ahead and put those together. And I showed it to our producer, uh, Danny, and he, who's actually going to be guest starring on this episode with us because uh, Chris, he's he's still in the back. He's still working the game and whatnot, but uh, he's a little under the weather right now. So Danny is going to be lending his voice for the game. And he was also, he's he's one of the hosts over on the Disney, or not the Disney. Well, he was. The first <laughs> season of Disney Countdown show, he was one of the hosts. But then also, he is the host of the Christmas Countdown podcast. Danny, do yeah. you want to lend your voice in and say, hey? <laughs> I guess I'll come in and hang out. You know, usually, you know, as the producer of this show, you know, it's been fun to just sit back and, and listen to you all just chat about Disney and your love for the parks. And obviously, Eric and I had a blast, you know, doing the first season of the show. But just watching and listening what you all are doing with Disney Countdown has been so, so fun. And we just love to see Countdown Network growing in the way that it has. And I'm, I'm personally very excited that, you know, we're rocketing towards the holiday season right now. And there's mm -hmm. going to be so much merriment happening at Disney that you yes. guys are going to be chatting about. And we'll be chatting about it on Christmas Countdown. And maybe you guys can come hang out with us on the show and, and chat about Disney, uh, you know, Christmas time at the parks and all that sort of fun stuff. But happy to be here today and, and hang out. Uh, maybe we have some some old school Disney Countdown listeners who remember when Eric and I tried to do our best to host this show, uh, you know, back in season <laughs> one. But uh, excited to be here and play this game with you guys uh, later on in this episode. Yeah, thank you so much. Is. I'm so excited. Yes. But yeah, the the Christmas Countdown show, y'all, is absolutely phenomenal. So definitely, you know, tune into that one this season. It's going to be jolly, jolly, and I'm just full of merriment. Oh, so yes. thank, thank you, Danny. Yeah, we like to say we're massively merry and gigantically jolly. Massively that's merry. that's like our heart. <laughs> we're like, you know, we're super dad. So, well, <laughs> I, we're, I, I'm super into like alliterations. Like, so I'm like, how many Me festively too. fun, gigantically jolly, massively merry, like anything I can possibly come up with to make an alliteration about the holidays. I'm all about it. And if you like alliterations, listen to our show and definitely buy some of our merch because our merch is like dad joke central. I love it. Any alliteration, any wordplay or puns, I'm all for. I love dad jokes. I think they're hilarious. There are some videos out there like on TikTok that I've seen that just like have me like literally rolling on the floor because they're so, they're so good. They're so simple, but hilarious especially when they're done with like a straight face like to like just yes. back and forth i uh, obsessed yes we just released a new shirt that's kind of cheeky um oh and it's punny and i don't know if you saw this that when we put it out there but um we have a big picture of santa claus and then over it it just says big nick energy oh um, my god yes <laughs> y'all are so fantastic y'all are so bad <laughs> i know but it's like it's fun and it's silly and we just did one so like Snooky is like a super fan of of us we've come to find out so we just created this shirt that we're trying to get to her that says GTL on it and underneath it has a picture of a stack of gifts a tree and lights so like rather than gym tan laundry it's gifts tree lights oh my god like our thing. Yes. because she's like a huge Christmas fan so Snooky, if you're listening out there um, we can't wait to get you this shirt but Anyway, yeah, we have a lot of that's fun and we're all about the so dad jokes. Funny. So if that's your vibe, come hang out with that us. That is so cool. Yeah. What? Oh my gosh. Yeah. And we got to get merch for you guys. We got to start making that happen because I'm sure so many of these fans who love your show are like, we need Megan and Danielle merch like yesterday. I've been thinking about that. We do need some merch, Danielle. 
We'll be working on it. I don't know. It's always hard when it comes to Disney IP stuff, also, because I mean that's, that's what true. we talk about all the time. So mm-hmm. it's gonna ha- we're gonna have to get creative and work around it and whatnot. But it's more info to come. You never know; some things might be happening. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And if you want to find out first, join the Patreon because that's where we drop all the information first. Is on y'all's all Patreon. the exclusive info. and your Facebook. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Breaking. News. Anyway, I'm gonna get out of the way. You guys do your thing, and I'll be back in a few minutes. Because <laughs> we, we got we got some good. stuff Sounds to talk good. about Thank here in the news Daddy. here in a little bit. But, uh, but speaking of Patreon, we do have some new subscribers and some new Patreon family members. We have Mark, mm-hmm. Shalimar, and Haley. Welcome everyone, yeah. and uh, thank you so much for joining for our little uh, chat last week. So much fun. Um, and yeah, if you guys want to, again, stay up to date on all the exclusive content and bonus episodes, be sure to, to join us and you'll get a little gift as well from Made by yeah. the Dapper Danielle. Make sure you click the link in the episode notes or just go to Patreon and look up Disney Countdown and we are there for you and we have a blast over on the Patreon. So yeah. come and join us. And speaking of like this new subscribers and everything, we also have some reviews that I would love to read because these are so awesome. Thank you all for leaving for reviews on the podcast. Um, let's see. I have the first one here from Amelia Kate, and she has a little smiley face next to her name. She mm. says, love this podcast. It is a five-star review. Thank you so much. And says, this is the collab I needed. I follow both of these ladies, and this podcast is so fun with all the history, news, and tips and tricks. After many trips to Walt Disney World, I will finally be making a trip to the Disneyland Resort in November. So the Ooh. Disneyland <laughs> countdown episodes are so helpful for making my must-to-do list. So, or my must-do list. So glad I stumbled across this show love y'all oh that's so awesome amelia and so excited for your trip to the west coast park yay for the holidays that's so uh, so exciting thank you for listening and then we have another one by Silly 20, Silly 20. <laughs> which was also a five-star review. It says, love Disney. I love this podcast. It makes me smile in the morning when I listen to it or at night. And I love uh, to keep up with you guys. Smiley face emoji. That's so nice. Thank, Thank you. you. Yes. Thanks for listening. Ugh, that's so awesome. We uh, are just so grateful to be able to, you know, be there for you in the morning and put a smile on your face. So... We appreciate you listening in. Thank you. Yes. Or one of our one of our listeners, uh, she was pulling a Danielle, right? And she was up until like 4 a.m. That's usually peak Danielle time, where if you like picture like a Danielle, like panda gremlin, right? That's that's kind of how I picture myself in the wee, in the wee morning hours when she should not be awake and just running around. Oh, anyway, wow. our follower was kind of pulling a Danielle and was up until 4 a.m. And then so she posted that she was listening to our podcast because I think I was just stressed and all this other stuff. So she was listening to our last episode just to kind of be able to calm down and like try to get at least a little bit of shut eye before the next day. And I was like, oh, thank you. I'm glad that you find us relaxing because... You know, sometimes my rants can just go off the <laughs> off the rails. So we'll see how that goes as we get later on into the Disney news because we we got a lot got, to cover here and that. But I'm gonna I'm gonna save that portion of the conversation for a little bit later. We got stuff to talk about, that's for sure. But yes, yeah, so glad we can be the relaxing voices for your evening. I I love to think that I am helping with any sort of anxiety or stress and not inducing it. So that's really nice to hear. <laughs> Not a panda gremlin running around in the Not middle a panda of the night. Gremlin. Panda gremlin is my new favorite phrase. 
hand. I'm gonna have to draw that of how I picture myself in the middle of the night. But I don't know how you do it, honestly. I am such a by 10 p.m. I cannot function. That is the end of my productivity. I am done. I want to go to bed. I do not know how you make it till the middle of the night and almost the wee hours of the morning. I almost I wake up sometimes an hour and a half after that at 5:30. Like it's. That's incredible. And that's the time where Danielle's finally getting into REM sleep mode and she's like, Amazing. She's, she's finally asleep. Amazing. <laughs> Blows my mind. Yes. Well, I mean, speaking of running so around like a panda, panda gremlin. Um, yeah. <laughs> because uh, all, all the stuff that's been happening with me this past week, all, all stems from what's been happening at Destination D23, which again, I'm going to be saving for the news portion. So yes. Megan, tell, tell us what you've been up to I, over there in the Disneyland side. Yeah, absolutely. So I've been at the parks five days a week now because I am working. Wow. I'm, I'm a doing reporting for a Disney news company. So I'm happy to do that as my new job. Very exciting. And kind of updating everybody on new merch, new food, all that good stuff. But for me, I have been, uh, gosh, I've just been busy. I was at a bachelorette party last weekend in Santa Barbara, which was really fun. Very nice to get away for a little bit. It was like a little glamping trip. And that was for one of my best friends from high school, which is crazy. She's getting married in a month. And yeah, it was kind of nice to just be away for the weekend um but other than that i've i've been at the parks again for hours hours a day the last couple weeks and it's been fun i've had a very great opportunities to like i met uh, hera and chopper who surprisingly like disney has never done this before at least at least as far as i know they've never dropped a new character day of like they announced it day of she showed up day of and that was yeah i i got to be there that day and meet her she was really cool and see chopper um, who I am just now getting familiar with. I really never watched a lot of the animated Star Wars shows like Rebels or Clone Wars. And so I'm kind of catching up on that now. But uh, yeah, that was that was pretty cool. So I, I'm getting all these really cool opportunities at the parks um, that I really never did before to kind of be like the first on the scene for things like Tiana's Palace, which I can get into now or get into later, but I absolutely adored. So um, yeah, it's been it's been fun. Busy as always, but fun. Yeah, no complaints. See, and I'm, <laughs> I'm happy that like Disneyland is like they're getting uh, the character interactions, they're getting the revamps on the food with like San Francisco and like all this other stuff, and then Tiana's yes. Palace. I I think you gave a very good honest review of some of the food items that came to Tiana's Palace because I've, I've seen a little bit of mixed stuff yeah. going back and forth and now I'm waiting. I have I, I know here even on the podcast we have quite a few listeners that are from New Orleans and from Louisiana and yeah. down there in the deep south and I need their opinions also on the jambalaya and all that other good stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm not I'm not a big fan of Creole food myself mm-hmm. and like that just that type of flavoring. I don't know. I may just because I didn't grow up with it. That's I grew okay. up in more of the uh, Appalachia, Smoky Mountains uh, yes. food going up. So um, I don't know. I, but I want their opinions also on how what they think of this food and whatnot. I got a lot of comments saying that certain things were not how they are in the South. They, it wasn't prepared exactly the way it would be down there. But the sh- I know the chefs really tried to stay true to the Southern style of cooking. A lot of the recipes and ingredients they really did some research on. And so it's also what's going to sell to a tourist also because tourists and locals, unless you, Mm -hmm. right. If you, I don't know, unless you come in with that mindset of, I don't know, because you're, you're still competing with like burgers and whatnot that are also still available in the park. So it still has to be a wider 
taste bud variety right. versus true southern food. Right, right. And there's there's certain things that I think they wanted to keep, like the gumbo, which I believe was at French Market for a while mm-hmm. and then it moved somewhere else. Um, but they also introduced things like collard greens and okra and all this stuff that was not at the parks is not consumed very much in Southern California. So no. they, they tried to get that good <laughs> balance for Tiana's and making it feel Southern and authentic while also catering to the locals and Southern California people and being like, you know, this is good. Trust me. <laughs> you can eat, you can at eat the end this. Of the day, y'all are the regular ones that are going to be having this. And this is part of your, the, yeah. the regular everyday guests are the Southern California locals. They're not, they're not us. I only make it out there once in a blue moon. So right. I can't say, oh, it needs to be this, but that it's not going to sell any other time of the year, you know? Exactly. Yeah. They have a, a specific, a big target audience here. And it is mostly locals who grew up yes. in California. So, yes. but yeah. I can, I can get, definitely well, get more into that as we get into news. But how are you, Danielle? How have your recent trips to the parks been? I mean, you know, I mean, we could just jump right into D23 because I know that's a big, that's a hot topic item today. <laughs> <laughs> well, overall, I will say, I think something is so before I even get into any of all of that, my trips to the park have been very, very cool. I've run into a lot of y'all that have recognized me, whether it be cast members or uh, just regular guests also. And what was funny is that I was there for the first day of the Figment meet and greet. And we'll get into that in a little more detail also. Yeah. But I had people that were like, I I knew there were so many influencers here, but you're the first one I've actually run into or I've actually seen. But then again, the way I dress when I do go into the park, this, what I'm wearing in the, in the podcast right now, y'all listening can't see it, but I'm wearing like a sweater, like a little, like just a little jumper pullover thing right now. And it's, it's cutely embroidered and whatnot. I don't wear this to the park. I wore a, like, it was, it almost looked very 70s, mm, right? And mm-hmm. then, of course, the hair was all flipped out and all it was all big and whatnot. So I do I do stand out when I'm in the park, too. With the matching orange bird backpack, you're like, okay, that's definitely the dapper Danielle. <laughs> and uh, so you can't you can't miss me. But right. right into a lot of great people. And then something I actually I'm wearing it right now. I don't know if you can see them, but, you know, those little bracelets from like yes. that became popular, the, the Taylor Swift concerts bracelets. and whatnot. Yes. Yeah. I got a few of yes. those as well. Yeah. Mm hmm. I, I'm I'm loving how that culture is now being brought over into the Disney parks. And so people are making them by like the buckets and loads of them and they're giving it out to cast members and they're just giving them out to other random guests that they find or their trading bracelets. So I've been gifted a couple of them and I'm like, this is so nice. So I've been collecting really nice. them yeah. uh, for myself and it's been nice. Very nice. And I, I, I got two of them randomly and I want to say thank you. Shout out to Des and the lovely lady who gave them to me over by Kayla's Cakes in downtown Disney. That was really nice. It's Aww. really special. Make my day one says magic key and i think i forget what the other one says but they're so pretty and the fact that you put time into that i know it it does take time to make all those so thank you guys and beads aren't cheap no i mean yeah these are expensive i know i know i just i haven't done crafts in a while so i haven't haven't really kept up on like where they are or how much they are but you ain't got time megan i really really don't i'm sorry I'm I'm number one not crafty. Number two, I, I there's not enough time in the day. So <laughs> uh, I yeah. feel that I feel that. Well, how about we go ahead and let's jump let's jump into that Disney let's news. Let's do it. We interrupt our program to bring you this Disney news. All right. So our number one story for today, or our first story, there is going to be a Disney 100 
exhibition coming to Bucktown in Illinois. And this is supposed to be this massive showcase of Disney magic up close celebrating the Disney Centennial or the Walt Disney Company Centennial. And it start it's opens on November 18th. Um, this looks like an insanely an insanely cool exhibition. There are tons of different mm-hmm. showcases and with like hundreds of amazing objects and ranging in different types of Disney animation, different movies, 250 artifacts and works of art, costumes and props and other incredible memorabilia. So this is this is super cool that is coming mm-hmm. to uh, to Bucktown. I believe the exhibit is actually finishing up. It's finishing up its residency over in Philadelphia, I believe, and now it's moving the show. It's doing it's doing a little bit of a cross country tour, but it's it's being like it takes a long time to move all this because it does have those like fourteen different interactive installations and like you can actually touch stuff and move stuff. Uh, this is also I don't know if you've seen those videos, Megan, but this is also where they have the. AI virtual version of Walt Disney where Mickey Mouse comes out onto a screen that's like life size and so it looks like Mickey Mouse walks out and then Walt Disney magically appears and it's a recreation of him from a segment in uh, 50s I think it was from Wonderful World of Color actually one of I believe that's correct one of those scenes and they've remastered him and whatnot and it's his audio of him talking to you as if he's welcoming you into this exhibit and then he magically disappears and then you walk on in it is oh, very cool and oh I, I've been looking up tickets actually to be able to go see this because I don't know from Florida to where it was originally it was too expensive yeah but this when it comes to like what's in this exhibit for example Julie Andrews horse that mm-hmm. she rides in the carousel scene of Mary Poppins yep. is in this exhibit yep. mm-hmm. and all these other different artifacts, things from 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, the actual Pooh Bear that Winnie was the in uh, the Christopher Robin movie and whatnot. Yes, yes, with Ian um, McGregor. Yeah. And then what is it? The uh, A ton of the statues from where... So like when a lot of the old animation and a lot of the hand-drawn animation, they will actually create these 3D sculptures that are made out of clay and whatnot. So that way the artist can sit them down, mm-hmm. turn them around so they can work on perspective mm-hmm. drawings and whatnot. They have these... All the way from characters back in like the 30s and the 40s wow. and all these pieces of history that I'm I'm nerding out over yeah. in all honesty. <laughs> so I, oh gosh, I, I need to figure out how to get over here to Chicago because I mean. It's incredible. It, I feel like I can get in and out of there pretty easily from MCO to up there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Know. Those are very, two very big airports. I'm, I'm sure they got some pretty decent flights. Yeah. I mean, this thing, exactly. this place looks just incredible. I, I'm, yeah, and I'm sorry, I did not know that it was in Philly before, but like, it, it's, it's amazing. Everything I did, I haven't seen, I haven't seen those videos about the AI Walt Disney or or Mickey either. I'm, I'm I'll a little behind on the times here, but please do. Uh, but all the oh, things yeah. that are in uh, these exhibits, like the helmets and stuff from the Avengers, you have um, the headdresses and masks from the Lion King on Broadway. Uh, the droids, mm-hmm. lightsabers, of course, from Star Wars. It's just, it's so cool. So if you guys are able to make it out there, I would highly recommend if you're for any Disney fan, I want to make it out there. Mm-hmm. Like I would do it. If I had a free weekend. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I, I feel like this is stuff that I don't know, Megan, if you've seen it on uh, Disney plus, but the series where it was the guy going through and finding 
the lost Disney artifacts or he went through the warehouses mm-hmm. also and that's where the Mary Poppins horse was yes. from and then they did some backtracking to find her bag that was accidentally given away in a raffle and yep. whatnot. It was put in someone's attic and was later found years later. Um, I, it feels like a lot of those items that were featured on that show are also in this exhibit also, which is so That's, cool. So that cool. is amazing. Again, perfect for any and all Disney fans. That's a really, really cool experience. Yes. And speaking of Disney events and whatnot, this, okay, I'm confused on this. So this event was just announced at Destination D23, which just finished up a couple days ago as we're filming this. So I think it finished up on the 10th, right? Yes. And then this event, the Disney 100th D23 Royal Anniversary Ball is happening on the 15th over at the Walt Disney Studios in Burbank, California. And I'm like, okay, that's a five-day turnaround. Yeah. To be able to sell tickets, be able to get it. I think I'm panicking more for the people that they did, went ahead, they got their tickets, and now they're having to plan an outfit in less than five days? How are you doing this? That's what I'm more freaking out over for these people. Is, you know. is, it, is it September 15th or October 15th? I'm seeing October. Oh, October 15th. Okay, that's what yeah, it was. Yeah. But I think, are tickets still available? Hold on. I'm, I'm looking at the thing to see. I'm not a D23 member. Again, we're going to play that into also the conversation here in Danielle, a second, Danielle, you're too, not a D23 I was member? About it. Oh, my goodness. I said, that, I said that in the last episode. Oh. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm not a D23 member because Destination D23 is usually a joke over here in Walt Disney World. Ha, was I wrong that's right, that's here this right. past weekend? Yep. So, uh, oh, gosh. But anyway, so as a part of that, I am not a member. And I would like, this is something I would be so excited for but yes october 15th i got it all mixed up and i thought it was september 15th and i'm like <laughs> you only got five days to be able to put this thing together and i was like, like whoa that's not you normal at all no um but it's a it's 199 dollars for one person for this event so it's about 200 dollars per person plus a seven dollar processing yes. fee um and what what is I'm looking at over through what is actually happening at this event. So it gets that gives you entry into this Royal Ball mm-hmm. commemorative event, exclusive lithograph. Um, also event cre- credential credential. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means unless your name is going on something that will be in the parks or a part of something. Uh, heavy hors d'oeuvres and then access to once upon a studio screenings in the studio theater uh-huh. which is kind of nice I yep. do really like that and that's kind of it that's about it from what I'm seeing yes it's just kind of like you're going you're dressed it to impress almost... yeah well, I mean, and that's where I'm like... not seeing anything I'm not seeing anything about dress code either I'm not. I'm not either. Am no, I, it is. It sounds like a very, very modified Bridgerton ball. There will be for Disney, right? Yeah, <laughs> there will be going to be me, uh, majestic music to dazzle with dancing and meet your favorite Disney characters. Um, and let's see, fans and attendants will also be able to watch inspiring new Once Upon a Studio, which is one of the new. Uh, pieces for Walt Disney Animation Studios in the Historic Studio Theater yeah. for uh, all evening long. So it's just going to be cycling through. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I guess they're going to have their own best of all, be sure to, for the greatest story you can, happily ever after. So they're going to get a little mini fireworks show, it kind of looks like. That'd be cool. 
And I, I can see that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Isn't that what they did over at the um, Marceline event we were at? <laughs> Probably similar. Maybe. It literally <laughs> sounds almost like a copy and paste of the Marceline event. And honestly, yeah. unless you're giving me something like over the top, I would rather do the event over in Marceline, Missouri than I necessarily would over here in Burbank, which, by the way, the uh, Walt Disney Hometown Museum is also going to be actually I think it's this week is having their event actually because they do something similar to d23 is that they do the really big event that we were at megan um and then they do um something in the off year they do something smaller so they're actually doing a gala and they have a whole dress code and like no this is like a black tie affair you're coming and experiencing all this and it almost sounds identical to what's happening at the d23 event so which is amazing interesting i would love to do that that sounds incredible Yes, I'm already trying to figure, I'm already trying to talk with uh, Miss K over there and trying to, she's the one that actually puts together the Walt Disney Hometown Museum. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to try to plan for the next time because I'm not able to get out there this year. So hopefully for the next one, I will be able to go out there and join all of them. But I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm, I, I'll, I'll wait and see pictures from this event. I will. I don't know about I you, I will Megan. see pictures as well. Yes. Um, tickets are still available if you are interested. I, I, I am a D23 member mm-hmm. myself, so I was able to go in, you know, do the whole checkout process. Um, I did not click checkout because I don't think I will be attending. But, <laughs> um, you know, it, it seems nice. You get you get a little or you get some hors d'oeuvres. You get a, a hosted bar. Uh, featuring beer, wine, and enchanting cocktails, which I'm assuming that's an open bar, which is kind of cool. And yeah, it seems cute. But are we really going to... I'm not doing a good job of selling this this event. You're just being Megan. real. You're being a real, Danielle. good job marketing it. It's okay. Because I'm, I'm like, okay, $200. That is the same price of me going to the Very Merry Christmas Party or the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Actually, it's, it's more expensive than it that. It is. And I know what I'm getting out of that. I know I'm getting plenty of candy. I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm loading up on candy. I'm making my money's worth on that. Or I'm loading up on cookies and all these other things. And the entertainment and like there's, I don't know, there's a set expectation of like attire. Even for Jollywood Nights, which is going to be coming here to Walt Disney World at Hollywood Studios. I know there's a dress code and, well, not like a dress code, but like they're encouraging you to dress up dapper. Right, right. We know what entertainment's coming in. I feel like that, that I can justify my money for that. I can't justify my money for this event when it is... A little too vague. It's pretty vague. It just says you just come dressed to impress, and that's that's it. So, um, I and a little gift would be nice. I think in there. I don't know. Things. I I totally I totally agree with you. I think it's it sounds very lovely. If you really want to go, well, if anybody is going, we're excited yes, for you. However, support. we would like to like tag us in photos so we can see what you're mm-hmm. doing. Um, and good for you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I think that is that is where we stand. Very happy for you if you decide to go. <laughs> well, okay, let's let's get into the meat and potatoes. Uh, I'm ready. Everybody's I'm ready. Really let's go. Listening to over yes. here. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> As I'm having to like take a deep breath, I'm having to take a sip of my yep. water, mm-hmm. so that way I can uh, get down into the nitty gritty of all this. Okay, so again, y'all. I was talking about how Destination D23 here at the Walt Disney World Resort at the Contemporary Resort. I I, I, I call it a joke because usually nothing ever comes out of this out of this uh, 
uh, convention at all. And so I think this year they heard me talking smack on here on the podcast and they decided, you know what? That means that this year is going to be the year that we are going to announce all the things coming to Walt Disney World just to spite Danielle and say, huh, you is wrong. So, oh my gosh. <laughs> and so, that's what they did. That is exactly what they did. So in this event, they decided they, to re- talk about all the things that are going to be coming to Walt Disney World. And this was the Walt Disney World show. They did talk a little bit about the Hong Kong parks. They did show a little bit of what's coming over to uh Disneyland Hello. for mm-hmm. Avengers, Camper, Avengers Campus, yes. which wasn't a lot. They just showed us a picture of maybe what the vehicle is going to look like. And that yeah. was it. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and we're like, okay. Sweet. But the uh, the really big things was Figment. Yes. His uh, meet and greet character debuted there on stage. And uh, Josh is like, BT Dubs, he's showing up in Epcot tomorrow. Like, <laughs> what? And I... <laughs> Right. So this was announced on the 9th and then he was in the park by the 10th. And I was just like, okay, that's fine. Um, I I don't know. There have been some technical difficulties with Figment here in the first two days. Figment already tripped. Oh, no. Which was because of his section that he walks in at. uh, They realized, oh, well, because the way his costume's designed and his little feet's uh, like he can easily trip over like some of the railing that's on the side because so um, originally in Image Works it's in it's inside the Imagination Pavilion mm-hmm. right and at the end when you exit the attraction of Figment's ride there is two little meet and greet spots where Joy from Inside Out meets and then there also was a spot where Vanellope Von Schweetz from Wreck-It Ralph would meet and she would come in and out of the internet so it was just giant port and whatnot it looked like there was the internet stuff from the uh, Wreck-It Ralph yes. 2 yeah. right mm-hmm. uh, Ralph breaks the internet it was so it was all in reference to that so then they took that same concept of that tunnel and whatnot and changed it so she, you're no longer coming in and now the internet it is now the dream port yes, and joy has her own audio and lighting for when she comes in and out of the tunnel and then figment has his own lighting when he comes in and out of the tunnel it is very very cute actually yeah. and so uh like so that was cute but there's the way figment is set up if one thing is not secured incorrectly figment has a hard time moving mm, okay and uh i i think the wait, so the wait times for the first day got up to five hours. I saw hours. five hours. Wild. Yeah. Wow. Five hours long. And so two, two and a half hours were spent outside in an area that is not shaded. Mm-hmm. And because it is the exit of the attraction, it is a gift shop area. And that is also where the meet and greet is. They have to cap how many people are like guesstimation for max capacity in this room. So they had his little queue line set up and then halfway was outside. So then they would count how many people were coming in and then move them into the queue from outside to inside. Mm -hmm. And it worked out fine. Everybody was very understanding, I feel like, or even they saw if Figment was having issues, it was very apparent that figment was having issues so if he was on stage and then he had to go back for a second and then come back out everybody was very understanding because they just wanted to they just want to see figment they just wanted to see him and uh a lot of people i know did wait in that five hour wait line and they got a nice little crispy sunburn uh because of it but and then other people like people were rope dropping him oh yeah i can like bolting over to the imagination pavilion and the imagination pavilions like we haven't had anybody rope drop us for like over 20 years what is this (laughs) there's a shot yeah 
Yes. So I, I went in, I did film a video about that. I've already posted about like, hey, mind this for his wait times because his wait, he doesn't meet all day. Like Baymax, I feel like over at San Francisco, he meets from opening to close almost, right? He is there all day okay. as of right now. Yeah. He, he takes a lot of breaks. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He takes a decent amount of breaks and he does t- sometimes swap with Hito and then sometimes they're together. It just kind of varies um, mm. what's going on at that time. But he is there until about 7 p.m. from like wow. 8. Yeah. See, like 9 to 7. at... Um... At Epcot, Figment it does not meet all day. So his his meet and greet time is actually from 10 a.m. until 5. So it is okay. a little bit okay. shorter. And so yeah. here on the first day, they did actually cut the line because it was still averaging over three hours long. And he had a hard mm-hmm. end time, I believe, at 530. So they wanted to give it mm-hmm. a little bit of 30-minute buffer room. And so the line was cut at 245. Oh, wow. Yeah. So if okay, you that makes sense. weren't in the park and there was a lot of like just they had we call them the blueberries, but they are the uh, the cast member attendants here that I know over in Disneyland. They wear usually the red vest, I believe, and the little like character badge where yes, here they yeah. wear a blue Mickey shirt. So they're nicknamed bl- the blueberries. And okay. um, so they're the ones having to stand around and being like, no, so sorry, Figment's done for the day. And so they were breaking a lot of hearts from people that thought that they would be able to like get off work, run over to the Imagination pavilion and be able to meet him like no if you weren't in line by two o'clock you were not meeting figment uh so bear that in mind if you're planning on going and meeting our favorite figment of imagination um other things that were announced a lot of stuff for epcot which thank goodness yeah because we we've talked about this also of epcot has just been the land of walls here recently right yes it has over the last few years oh yeah Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. And we're just like, wait, what? The walls are finally coming down? This is really happening? So uh, <laughs> Moana Journey of Water is officially opening up October 16th, which is fantastic. It's mm-hmm. going to be finishing up cast member previews and then annual pass holder previews. And then it'll be open to the general public. And there is also going to be a Moana meet and greet section off to the side also, which is fantastic Uh, so you can actually meet the actual character and then walk through the interaction or vice versa yeah um and then (laughs) right behind it is uh so i don't know if you megan if i i've talked to you about this but the new theming for epcot is that it's broken up into new neighborhoods right okay yeah Mm -hmm. so different sections so world showcase is still a thing and then you have like um world celebration which is the neighborhood immediately behind the Epcot ball. So you have like the Starbucks over there, mm-hmm. which is creations and uh, connections, a lot, a lot yes. of C words. And then we have Communicore, uh-huh. which is a new building that's coming in. That's going to kind of be like the festival building a little bit. It's, it's a completely new design than what was originally announced at the first D23. So it has dumbed down a little bit, but it's okay. still going to be a big festival area where they're going to still have the outside concerts there and whatnot and then they have this beautiful new fountain and all these trees and then that's also where that statue of walt uh like looking out towards the dramatically into the middle distance so he's looking out towards the future of world showcase that's going to be right there also we finally well well we don't have an opening date we have an opening month Uh hey (laughs) month is good month is better than some of the previous you know day opening dates we've gotten exactly so Mm -hmm. we do know it will be opening in the month of december so oh that's cool you know and then as i'm looking at this i'm kind of wondering if i know they're talking about maybe the entire 
neighborhood being open. Like, so I think the Communicore building is what's taking the longest. That will probably mm-hmm. be sometime in December. But okay. for the actual backside of like be- immediately behind the Epcot ball where it's all just the trees and the, and the gourd, the foliage, we just love the foliage, right? Yes. Um, all that area, I assume they're going to start slowly edging the walls back. Or at least I hope so. If they just drop all this in December, I'm I'm gonna be a little bitter about this. I want them to just like slowly open it up, and then that way, if I'm fine with the Communicore building be the last thing to open, I just want the fountain and I want this gorgeous space to be open. So that way, I can just walk around. I can get my my holiday Starbucks for during the Christmas season, and I just walk out with my mistletoe, uh, the matcha thing that I told you about in the last episode. My little hot matcha. Just walk around, enjoying the Christmas music of Epcot, just enjoying and sipping in the beautiful new foliage area in the middle of December. But you know, I we'll, we'll see what actually happens. Um, I've been telling a lot of people my uh, quote for all this information is, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. I, I feel like that's the quote for a lot of people. I it's get that. It's unfortunate. Very unfortunate. I know. I mean, what you, what you, de- what you, you know, specified sounds really nice. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, it sounds nice. <laughs> what you foresee nice. sounds lovely. I right. hope that that's what gets to happen in December. Right. Well, and the, for example, something that, again, I'll believe it when I see it is yeah. uh, they also announced a redo or not a redo, but a retheme of Epcot's test track. Yeah. Yes. So what they're doing is Imagineers, along with the teams from Chevrolet, are reaching back into history for inspiration, which everybody was kind of shocked by this one. It is going to be inspired by the original World of Motion. So that was the original 1982 attraction that was in the opening days of Epcot um, back in the 80s that was there where Test Track is today. And then Mm -hmm. this version, Test Track then was closed or no, World of Motion was closed in 1999 to make way for Test Track, right? Um, right. Which is which is cool. So Test Track itself has only been around for the past 20 years. And then yeah. the current version of it rolled out in uh, 2012. Yes. Yeah. Right. So I don't, I based off, we have one concept art image. That's all that they gave us. We have no timeline. We have no lo- idea of when this would actually close to be able to like go down for refurbishment. We, we They gave us nothing. They gave us one picture of this car, which honestly, the track looks identical to what it is currently, but amongst trees. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Again, I'll believe it when I see it. And so as soon as I talked about this, and I also posted about this in another Instagram reel and another TikTok, and somebody was like, why is Test Track getting attention when there's other things that need it more, like Figment, Journey into Imagination? Y'all, it boils down to who's paying for it, okay? Mm-hmm. This is being completely funded. I, I assume most of this refurb is being completely funded by Chevrolet. Yeah. And uh, General Motors. So they're they're the ones that are shelling out the money. And Disney's like, yes, pay us to make the thing for you and you will get whatever you want. And so even the current version of Test Track that we have where all the stuff was removed and all this stuff was brought in and everybody's like, oh, well, it's just so boring now on the inside. Yeah, that wasn't necessarily up to Disney. That was Chevrolet's decision to make it the way that it is. They had Mm -hmm. the final say on all of this stuff. And I think they're finally listening to everybody else. And now World of Motion was also sponsored by General Motors. And General Motors is the parent company of Chevrolet. So they technically own the rights and the ability to be able to retheme this to what it was. Mm-hmm. Okay. So 
I and that makes sense. Like, right. I fully agree that the new test track, the new theme, wasn't, I don't think, what people really wanted to see. And I think that the people have voiced that. Mm-hmm. Um, I love test track. I, I agree that maybe the theme could use an update. So this this should be cool. Um, I Trust me, I know we know a lot about things going back to original attractions, like our Adventureland <laughs> Treehouse is essentially Swiss Family Robinson again. So that's all. Right. You know. We're just, so we love the nostalgia. Old is Disney. new again. Mm-hmm. And that's like, yeah. I, when, I, I was also like confused on when, uh, it used to be Autopia was sponsored by Chevron over mm-hmm. in Disneyland. Now it's sponsored by Honda. And they changed a lot of the characters and the theme inside. And now for me, I, I'm like, this is so boring now. There's just, there's a bird <laughs> that's caught in some things and caught in like (laughs) when certain scenes and um there's no cute cars talking on the screen anymore it's just these like weird um 2d images that are shown and i'm like why did they do that but now i i understand okay no that was just honda's move they're the ones that provided the funds to change everything so they get they get the say so disney Um, can disney can make it it's whether or not you're willing to pay for it to put into your attraction but Oh, but That's speaking, we'll move on from that and me yeah. being critical and all this other stuff. But <laughs> we, so fire fireworks and our nighttime spectacular for Epcot. We do have a date on that. Yes, that is super exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's going to be uh, Luminous. The Symphony of Us is going to debut on December 5th of this year. Finally. Yay. Oh, my Yay. gosh. <laughs> um, You know, you know, and I was telling somebody like they're just like, we, did, we didn't. Uh, OK, this is another thing. We got a date and we got a name. We ain't got nothing else for this show. They have not told us what it's about, what the theming is, anything like that. But I was telling someone, I feel like the name itself is a combination of Illuminations, which mm-hmm. is the OG show. Yes. And Harmonious combined. Yes. I so can see that. Yeah. I'm kind of thinking that this might be a combination of the two. Like, in a weird way, maybe not, I mean, it's not going to be identical in music, but maybe similar in theming, where Illuminations kind of talked more about us as a globe and, like, history and whatnot, and then uh, the Harmonious tied in the Disney aspect of it. I think this is going to be a better combination of the two. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. That's, it's really exciting. I, Mm -hmm. Epcot needs another great show, and I I think it's going to be good. That's, I'm glad that there's finally... A date for it. I'm, so. I'm hopeful. I, I know the Imagineers yeah. know. And I think that's why they didn't give us any information is because they know us Epcot stands are going to be nitpicking every single little thing that they do because yeah. we've been burned before and we want it. We want we do want something. We want the old nostalgia of Illuminations, but we also love the music and the theming of Harmonious. We just didn't love the tacos. So the giant taco the barges tacos, that yeah. floated out there True. in the middle. The barges, yeah. Um, yep. So they, they are still, they have these giant pylons in the middle of the lake and they are more of a flat barge system for this new fireworks show. So it's not going to be distracting from your uh, World Showcase Lagoon view or anything like mm-hmm. that. Uh, so it, it'll be interesting. Well, we'll yeah. again, I'll believe it when I see it and we'll see what actually happens. Yep. Yep. Oh, we shall goodness. see. I, I was going to say, is there anything else here in this news that you want to talk about, Megan, before I go on another rant of other stuff that's coming to Walt Disney World? 
I mean, I was going to say, the, I think the biggest one that I heard all weekend is, uh, we, we, we can just keep it on Disney World, honestly, that um, <laughs> Animal Kingdom and <gasps> Dino Land. Yeah. This is one of the top stories. And one big... of our followers messaged me, Megan, and she's like, how do you feel now that all this information has been said after what you said in the last episode? Of Because uh, we were talking about Zootopia and how I said, if Animal Kingdom is going to get it, it's going to be in five years. That's what I said in the last episode. Yeah, yeah. And now here at Destination D23, Disney's like, psych, you ain't getting Zootopia now, except for maybe underneath the tree. The, the, the Yeah, exactly. The show on the Tree of Life. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, no, this is underneath the tree. Oh, under, sorry. Underneath the tree. My bad. Yes. Yeah. No, so uh, Correct. it's tough to be a bug. Which is a... That's right. It's going to be... Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, yes. So I know some people are just like, don't touch. It's tough to be a bug. No, it's tough to be a bug is still scaring children even to this day. Even back in the 90s, it was terrifying. It is still terrifying today. I um, can't believe y'all still have it, to be honest. <laughs> right. Honestly. And uh, so I think this does make sense. I am actually kind of excited for Zootopia to be featured in this new show. Again, we have no timeline, though. We have no idea when this actually is going to happen. Um, we just have one concept, our image. That's it. So it yeah. does look like it's going to incorporate uh, some of the 3D aspects. And where if you're looking at the image, there is a picture of Clawhauser, who, again, is one of my favorite characters in Zootopia, the the giant leopard loving uh, that loves donuts. Mm -hmm. Um I love him, love him to death, but he yep. is off to the side, kind of like looking at the screen and whatnot. It kind of looks like he's in like a command central station mm -hmm. with the He'll computers. Up, yeah. Yes. I have a feeling he is going to be the only animatronic aspect. I think so. And the rest is going to be the 3D. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so they'll take that, that the animatronic we talked about that's going to be premiering over in Zootopia. They'll just make a copy and paste version of him and then put him over here. Yeah. I think that's going to be the, what they do too. Yeah. Uh, Which is cool. It, it'll cute. be cool. It'll be cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then how do you feel about, uh, since we were talking about Zootopia and us not getting it anymore, what do you think about this new idea of uh, Encanto? I love, I do love that idea of the tropical Americas and Encanto being the theme for the um, space that Dinoland is currently occupying. Mm -hmm. um, what I don't like is that you might be getting Indiana Jones ride. <laughs> but it makes sense. And okay, let me, let me argue this a little bit because a lot of people are in the same boat of you. It's like, don't touch dinosaur. You shouldn't touch dinosaur. Yeah. But in the theming of what they're trying to do. So now, so Animal Kingdom is broken up and we have the Africa section, we have the Asia section, and now this section would be completely dedicated towards South and Central America. Yes. Mm -hmm. So that's why the Encanto house fits in so well with this. Um, yeah. The restaurant over there, it looks like, you know, we could actually get some Spanish inspired food in Animal Kingdom. And I feel like that would or be... Latin American food. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just so well needed because animal kingdom does not have the best selection when it comes to food it's a lot of burgers it's a lot of re like a lot of the stuff I over think, and over I again i think animal kingdom has the best food it so, does yeah. but it's few and far not, between <laughs> right right yeah over in that side of the park no I, so i think that that would be really right. nice to have a good restaurant with good cuisine over there 
Yes. So, yeah. Give, give us a little bit of flavor over there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then if you're, so I do encourage people to zoom in on the image. Go search this image and zoom in on it. So it would be off to the side. And then if we are in the South and Central America, this is where the Amazon is. So it makes mm-hmm. sense for a dinosaur to be turned into this giant temple in the middle of the Amazon. You're going exploring into it. And then as you exit the uh what is it? Chester and Hester's uh, gift shop will just be turned into an Indiana Jones themed gift shop. So mm-hmm. as you exit, it would still be in that same area or the same area as where you would exit from the Encanto area. And our tracks are identical. They, I, Yeah, they're almost the same. Yeah. And it again, it boils down to money. Mm-hmm. This would be the easiest possible retheme. It It would be. Yeah. It already exists. The technology mm-hmm. just got updated over in Disneyland. You just copy and paste that same technology over here. You don't have to mm-hmm. change the track. You don't have to change the ride vehicles. You just got to put some different paint on it and call it a day. And uh, yeah. your outside bit would just be the longest part. But that's honestly, it's not going to be that much. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They're, they don't have to break everything down and get down to, you know bare bones it's just kind of again putting yeah, a fresh coat of paint and some new characters and new things in the actual ride mm-hmm. um it make it does make sense i guess it, it really is kind of the only thing that they could put there when it comes to like yeah the that section of the park and the new tropical americas i don't I do know feel There's like something in me that that's, I, I guess it's the, the nostalgia in me that's oh, like yeah. oh poor dinosaur like i do like that dinosaur is still there it's not it's not my favorite attraction by any means but you know i i grew up with it so and then also yeah i i'll get in real quick that i am very excited that we have some sort of information on our second attraction coming to avengers campus that we've been yes. wanting for a long time so that was cool to see there's at least the idea of it and it's um, going to be a multiverse experience probably going to be a simulator ride again, but yeah. it's okay. At least we get the second one that we have been wanting. So, hooray. I mean, well, at this point, I know you're you're thinking the same thing as me. We'll take what we can get, right? I'll take, we'll take what we can get. It's exactly right <laughs> when it comes to attractions. Um, but something that we know will be coming in 2024 is the re-theme for Country Bear Jamboree. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. I did a video on this. If you if you want to see all my full opinions and my argument and all of this for Country Bear Jamboree retheme, go check out my TikTok. Go check out the Instagram. It is on both. It is one of the videos that's currently going bigger for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I I understand. I, I am sad that they're going to be changing, but they have to change is really the part of my argument of if they want to survive another 10 years, they have to remove the current songs. They have to give them uh, a little more love. And in my argument, I also talk about how um, international guests, and I know we have a lot of international listeners that listen to this show. They don't like this show because they don't get the sixties American country humor. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And that was, that's kind of the, where, you know, a lot of Disneyland people are at too. We don't really get Country Bear Jamboree. <laughs> it was over here for a bit and now it's Winnie the Pooh. Uh, I think it's a fun classic attraction and a fun show. 
but it's you know i i don't i rarely rarely go see it when i'm it's, over there it's already not aging well some of the yeah. topics so it's and i think disney's like okay if either we remove the bears entirely or we just give them new material so now the country bears are going to be singing Disney songs, but in a country style. So they have partnered up with a couple of uh, famous voices and whatnot from Nashville, Tennessee. And Mm -hmm. they are going to be lending their voices to some country versions of Disney songs. And a lot of our characters, like Swinging Teddy Barra, is going to be partnered with Wendell. So we know it's going to be a duo. And uh, we also know that Trixie is not going to be doing her solo by herself. So she will not, she will not be singing Tears that Will Be the Chaser for Your Wine. She will be performing a song with Bunny, Bubbles, and Beulah, which are the three little bears. Yes. The Sunshine Bonnets. Um, so they're going to be her background singers. And I, so I'm intrigued. I, I am very hopeful for this show because I do want these bears to, I want the next generation to love them. And I want more people to love them as characters, not necessarily for their one song that they sing. So I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. I am too. This will be opening up in 2024. I believe most of the music actually is almost done for this mm-hmm. most of the recording is already done and if they already have concept i assume that they are just finishing up uh costuming and then they have to go in and they literally just reprogram them they don't have to do anything to the outside of the theater maybe change a little bit of the artwork but that'll be it so this will be a, a yep, quick yep. turnaround time this will be next year i know crazy that's it literally is almost 2024 and um i guess the last one i i'm excited for you guys kind of that you get your hacks your hat box ghost in november yes and i was like yeah okay i was kind of thinking he would be here sooner i'm actually shocked he's not here sooner i'm i'm wondering if they ran into some issues when trying to install him they might have yeah i really wouldn't be surprised (laughs) i know it's a strange timing like after halloween so very interesting so late November. So late I think November, yeah. I think I have I have a gut feeling he will probably be, be premiering Thanksgiving week. Oh yeah. Okay. I mean it makes probably. sense. Mm-hmm. Um yep. and what's funny is it'll be when a lot of people like my pass will be blocked out. So we won't I won't be able to go see him probably opening week. I don't know. Oh, so that's perfect. my theory. <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, and there's wow. other some other stuff that was announced, y'all. I do suggest going and looking at the Disney Parks blog. It does mm-hmm. break it down by um, the Disney Parks unveils future projects surprises for Destination D23. Search the information on the Disney Parks website. Don't go through some of the other uh, Disney news sites necessarily because they are broken mm-hmm. up by individual um, things. Where here it lists them all in one spot. All the announcements yeah. are all together in one spot instead of individual pages. I do feel like this is just easier to read. It's uh, way easier to read. And it goes by the time it was announced too, so it's kind of cool. Yes. I mean like that. down to the minute, which is down hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Well, I, I guess I'll stop ranting. I, I've talked a lot about what's been happening over here at Walt Disney World and I, I feel like we should get into a game to break it up because now that I've talked about my country bears, I'm like, oh, my country bears. <laughs> <laughs> we need a game. We need a game to like to, to spruce it back up. Bit, Let's I get think. back into our list and our, and, our, and our quotes and stuff that we got to get into. So stretch it yes. out. Stretch out all the things. <laughs> and well, I think we should go ahead and jump into it. Danny, are you still there? I'm still here, you know, and, and I have to admit, you know, you, at least you guys still have country bear jamboree. 
You know, all we have are the three heads that just hang in the Winnie the Pooh building, you know, now (laughs) on the back of the honey room. So, you know, I'm I'm jealous because that was such a big part of my childhood, you know, growing up going Mm -hmm. to Disneyland Resort here in Southern California. And um, I have to admit, though, I was just at Disney World a couple months ago and I didn't even go to Country Bear Jamboree. Oh, Uh, Danny. I'm I'm kicking my because it's the thing about it is like it's easy to walk by it and miss it there. It is. I've noticed. Because there's not like a big sign out front, unless like the characters are walking around out in front of it. It's kind of easy to just like stroll by, you know, going from, say, you know, where Splash Mountain used to be over to, you know, uh, say Haunted Mansion or whatever, wherever you're going. It's easy to just walk by like, oh, that's just a store over there and just kind of keep walking. Um, But now I know and I've learned my lesson. And next time I'm back, uh, I fully expect you to go with me, Danielle. Oh, absolutely. In, in Orlando. Yeah, I think it is time. Get into the game, Danny. <laughs> uh, yes, I am. You know, I, I don't I don't think they're gonna, I'm going to get the trumpet introduction that Chris gets when he comes into the show, but that's okay. Um, we're bringing back a game that we did a few episodes ago, you know, where we utilize our Wheel of Destiny, which people seem to be really, really excited about this Wheel of Destiny. Yes. And this one's going to be perfectly rated, underrated, or overrated. Uh, we're bringing oh. back the Wheel of Destiny. So, Emilio... Um, and I do want to give Emilio a shout out. Emilio has been like a producer behind the scenes for the first 10 episodes of Disney Countdown yeah. with Danielle and Megan. And Emilio is leaving us uh, this week. He's going off to work on Lego Masters for Fox with Will Arnett. So uh. whatever. Um, <laughs> it's okay. He'll be he'll be back. He always comes back. Going and doing um, a big, big boy Emilio. job and produce mm-hmm. like an actual show for television. And then come on back to hang out with us over here at the Disney Countdown Podcast. <laughs> But awesome what does this though. tell you? If you start in podcasts, you can produce major network TV shows. You know, there you go. That's it's just true. a natural progression of things. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we have the Wheel of Destiny up on the screen. So why don't we go ahead and start uh, with Danielle? We will have you spin the wheel first. Let's see what oh, you get. You Perfectly rated, overrated, underrated. Ooh, okay. Go ahead one. and spin and that wheel. Spin. Spin, spin, spin. You we got Lounge. Oh. oh no! Oh no! Um, y'all, it lounge landed fly on lounge bags. fly bags. Yo, baby, where Danielle? Lounge fly might be listening, <laughs> right? Um, so y'all, I, I, I do love lounge fly bags. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. There are. Um, okay, hold on. Let me get. Let me make sure I say this properly. Just keep in mind, um, we would love for them to sponsor the show. Let's just keep yeah. that. We would love, I, <laughs> and I would love for them to sponsor the show. Um, so I would. Okay, let me let me let me say this. I think that they are perfectly rated. So I'm this. They're they're fine for everybody. I, I there's some people that are addicted to these bags, y'all. Like they, they have, have all all of them that are addicted. Yeah, they uh-huh. do. I I only have three lounge fly bags. Right. I have I have my two orange birds because I got to have the orange bird bags and I have one stitch bag and that is kind of it right now. Um, There are some things that I'm like, okay, these are fantastic. Some of the theming on some of these bags have been top notch. But Mm -hmm. I will say there was some artwork that was very that I did that was not character correct for a couple of my favorite characters for like two chips and a miss for example it was not a park exclusive bag i think it went to like hallmark and stuff like that the artwork was just clip art and i was not fine Mm. with that so Mm. i'm just saying lounge fly if you if you want the full support of the dapper danielle i have certain expectations but again it's because i i'm like "Mm, 
up here with a storytelling and character consistency. Okay. So I, I have expectations, but I know I'm, I think they're great. I love the bags. There's some things I've been very creative, like the one that over at the park right now, which is Bantha themed. Did you see that one? The Bantha burgers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, for those that haven't seen it yet, it, it looks like a McDonald's to go like kids Happy box, meal. Happy yeah. Meal box. Uh-huh. But yeah. it's themed after the Banthas, the giant like mammoth looking things from Star Wars. There, it's pretty cute. I like that one. It is really cute. And I'm not even yeah. a Star Wars person. I'm not going to carry around a bag. Ba- see, for other people, if you're a Star Wars person and you love the joke of the bag, I think it's fantastic for you. Me personally, I'm not going to carry around something that looks like a Happy Meal box because uh, it'll make me hungry if I keep looking at my own bag. But um, I don't know. I think I so I would say perfectly rated. That's I'm going to just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. And what about you, Megan? I agree. I think they're perfectly rated. I think that the designs are incredible. The fact that they knock so many out like consistently mm-hmm. and they're all very super cute. And there's some, there's one for everyone. There's something for everyone in their designs. Um, and I, I think the size they've worked on the sizing over the years, they have the bigger yes. size that you can fit a lot more in, especially for the men who want to carry a bigger backpack. They've catered to, to the men as well. Um, or you can keep, you keep the mini one. That's fine too. Like the little smaller ones. I just, and they make, they make crossbodies, they make, uh, fanny packs. So, uh, and it's great quality. So I think they are perfectly rated. Yes. Big lounge fly fan here. Mm-hmm. I feel like there were no lounge flies in the world one day. And then like the next day there were lounge flies everywhere. Everyone has one. Yes. Right. Like, yeah. I, and then all the small shops also have their own exclusives that they're, paying for to lounge fly to manufacture also so like disney parks has their own line uh like all all these different small shops have their own line and then lounge fly has their own line so it's it it, it could be a lot but they have been covering their i will give them this they will have they have been covering their bases with even the obscure disney movies yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i'm looking at a, a goofy movie one right now actually two that they have which are super, yeah. super cool. Mm-hmm. And for us Love as millennials, like, you know, or yep. me being a geriatric millennial, um, <laughs> super, super cool. And I think one of them comes with like an exclusive Funko Pop as well. That's cool. Which is really, yeah. All right. Uh, perfectly rated Loungefly. So if you're listening, uh, we can't wait for you to sponsor the show. Um, <laughs> all right. Going over to Megan. You'll be giving it the spin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Star Wars! This is great. I love this, as I'm keeping up with Ahsoka right now. (laughs) Um, Star Wars, to me, is also perfectly rated. Um, I think the the fandom can get a little bit crazy. I consider myself a Star Wars fan. But the Disney fandom can also get just as crazy. All all fandoms can be a little bit crazy, right? Um... I consider myself a very, very big Star Wars fan, and uh, I just think with the 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 movies, you know what I love? One of my favorite things about the Star Wars, and anything Star Wars, is the fact that people crapped on the prequels back in the day when they first came out with Hayden Christensen and Natalie Portman. And now they, like, they rave they about them. They got shredded. And now they're literally, they like, we worship them, we worship Hayden. Um... I don't want to say Yo. worship, but we just like, we, we love him. We love him. We love you. And we love 
um, now we just love the prequels. And Have you gotten just... on to that side of TikTok, Megan, of like the Anakin like edits and whatnot? Yes, I have. Yes. Y'all, y'all be crazy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> y'all be crazy. Yes. Mm. So perfectly rated per Megan. What about you, Danielle? Yeah. I would also say perfectly rated. I I uh, did grow up with an appreciation of Star Wars. I did not grow up in like a Star Wars household, um, but I I do appreciate the fandom. I do appreciate a lot of the storytelling and the world building within it. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, I th- I think I love it. I do love Batu over in uh, the yeah. Disney parks. I think that is fantastic. It's been a great addition to the park, um, and yeah. So I I love it. I love I love the Star Wars vibes. Amazing. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's do a couple more. Back to Danielle for another spin of the Wheel of Destiny. I'm ready. I'm ready for the spin. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Big reaction. So, let it go. Is it? So what are, what are my choices again? Perfectly rated, <laughs> overrated, underrated. Oh, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I okay. I, for me personally, I still love Let It Go. I was I so I come at it from a different perspective of when the Frozen apocalypse was happening, right back in 2012, 2013. Which fun fact, Frozen does turn 10 years old this year. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so it came out in November of 2013, uh, and the, okay, so the Frozen Apocalypse for me happened in 13 going into 14. That's what it was. I have a different appreciation for this song because of my time as a cast member and all the roles I was working in when this music and when this uh, movie released. Mm right Mm -hmm. so i would say perfectly rated however i know i know there are some of you that are listening right now in the car or wherever you're at and you're screaming no how dare you we can't stand this song anymore because my (laughs) five-year-old watched it too much back in the day um where i i actually i i enjoy it i think it's perfectly rated because of the nostalgia for me personally oh love that yeah i would have to agree with that i uh, you know, a lot of people probably expect it, us to say that it's overrated or something because it's overplayed or it's mm. like, you know, it's too much because, yes, their their kids listen to it over and over again. And it's, you know, just they get sick of it. But I think mm-hmm. it is perfectly rated. I think it is a great song. I love um, what it's been used in, like the the ride over like Frozen Ever After in Epcot, mm-hmm. um, the, the shows that it's been utilized in here in Disneyland, like the fireworks show. Um, I don't know. You kind of, you still. I still get chills when I hear it on on the speakers on Main Street. So, I think, oh, yeah. I think it's perfectly rated. Adele Dazim, you, ju- you just did a great <laughs> job with that song. <laughs> oh, I love it. What's amazing is uh, when we were having some technical difficulties earlier, we we went down the John Travolta rabbit hole of Adele Dazim, and maybe we'll release that. Chris and I were texting on the side, and we're like, we should release that for the Patreon. Uh, supporters yes. is like let them Travol- listen to when we, we were all yeah. travoltifying our names uh, while yeah. we were waiting oh, for, for Danielle's internet to come back up so you have yeah. to <laughs> subscribe to the Patreon or, or bonus episodes on Apple and Spotify to hear that uh, I love Let It Go yeah, like from a parent's perspective I just I love like this empowering song you know for young girls yeah. to sing to yeah. just be like 
I'm going to be who I'm going to be and I'm just going to embrace exactly who I am and I'm going to let go of all these expectations or concerns I have over what mm-hmm. how people are going to react to me just being authentically me. Um, and not just for young girls, I think for anybody, you know, in the world who maybe is a little bit different in some way to have this empowering message of just like, let it go and just be yourself. I think it's um, super empowering. Um, so as a girl dad, I appreciate it. Um, all right. One more spin going back to you, the magical millennial. What do we got here? Staying on property, (laughs) okay. But for Disney World or Disneyland, that's a whole other conversation. That's a world world question for sure, I feel Mm. like. It's sort of a, I'd say, why don't you talk about both? Yeah, talk about both, yeah. Okay. I can start with land because I feel like it's an easier question. I I feel like it's overrated over here. I feel like you get early entry, you get 30 minutes early entry. That's about it and like the hotels are the hotels are nice like they're they got they got goofy's kitchen over disneyland you got um storytellers at grand californian and i think the grand californian being able to enter dca right there is kind of cool but like the other yeah, so many hotels nearby that are like similar walking distances like the disneyland hotel and pixar pier hotel um or pixar place i just yeah i think it's a bit overrated over here mm. um just and, a overpriced. Lot of and overpriced. And <laughs> overpriced. Yeah. It re- it's really expensive to stay there at, at, at any of the three hotels. Yeah. So yeah, it's um, you can find a, a good neighbor hotel that's really they have Disney stuff inside. They got the themes uh, scattered around the lobby. Um, sometimes the rooms and um, yeah, I just feel like you can get one for much cheaper and still walk to the parks just fine. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, overrated over here. I think it's perfectly rated at world because i do feel like you get a lot of benefits and staying on property with transportation with um the hotels are i think all hotels are great i've stayed anywhere from you know the um i stayed at contemporary and then i've stayed at all-star music and Mm -hmm. i've had a great experience at both like the from the theming to like the pools transportation all that stuff i think it's great um and I, i do think the benefits there are they're they're perfect i think they're yeah i think it's worth it to stay on property i know that i know that it can get a little expensive but also some of the hotels like outside property are also kind of expensive so over there um so yeah i think at worlds perfect for me perfectly rated i would probably agree with the i i kind of agree with the disneyland thing i will say for someone that is not familiar with like the california area and you're a little bit like unsure about it and you're so used to staying on property from the disney world side going over to disneyland i would say if you can find a great deal staying at a disneyland hotel first time around go ahead and do it just for security of being on property and if you and then try a good neighbor hotel next time you're outside that's what that's what i did and i think it worked out great Mm. yeah um and so, yeah, I would say I would say a little overrated for Disneyland. However, for Disney World, I would almost say underrated, right? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Because there's a lot of people right now, and I, I understand if you're like, oh, no, we're going to do an Airbnb and whatnot, because maybe you have a really large family with you. However, the most reasonable Airbnbs, okay, just because it says that Davenport is 30 minutes away from Disney World don't mean diddly squat. <laughs> Okay, (laughs) that means that 
in a perfect world at 3 a.m. in the morning, it is 30 minutes away from Disney World property. If you like looked at the map, that's how they're coming up with these numbers. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. Your Airbnb is an average an hour away from Disney World if you take into factors of tolls and also I-4 traffic. You're also having to rent a rent a car. Yep. Absolutely not. Just don't do it, y'all. Just go stay on Disney World property. Look into the campsites or Mm -hmm. the cabins over at Fort Wilderness. Mm. Um, All Star, again, All Star Sports, Pop Century are fantastic options. They are all getting redone and rethemed um, just to get cleaned up and whatnot. They are turning into fantastic locations. It's where I go and stay when uh, we have a hurricane coming through and our power goes out and I need air conditioning. We go over to Pop Century. We hang out over there. We get a really Mm -hmm. great, cheap room. Yeah. they do Florida resident discounts a lot often, or sometimes uh, like AAA and all these other people, they'll do some great discounts. It The peace of mind of being in a secure location on Disney World property, having Disney transportation, multiple forms of Disney transportation, depending on where you're staying at, um, it just saves you, t- it, it saves you peace of mind. It, it, the stress factor and the time factor alone for me is the biggest biggest thing um agreed yeah no so i again do don't don't be fooled by the airbnbs saying that's actually 30 minutes look up those (laughs) with those drive times uh in real life uh from uh i don't know look 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 at like the 9 a.m slot or even like the five or six look at the five and six o'clock because remember the cast members all live in those areas also Right. Mm-hmm. So when the five o'clock, when the cast member shift change happens at five or six o'clock, they are dumping out a property into one or two exits. That's it. Yeah. And the cast members are the ones that are clogging up the highway to try to get back home. And y'all, mm-mm, it takes some of my friends, it takes them over an hour to be able to get home and they work here. Mm-hmm. Wow. So don't. Yeah. So again, I- I'm with you, Daniel. Oh. I had never stayed on property till I was just there a few months ago and I will never do it any other way. It's just the yeah. convenience. And I stayed at Pop Century, like being able to get on the Skyliner and go, you know, straight to Epcot or over to Hollywood Fantastic. Studios. It's just, it's so convenient. And if you have a family, like staying at Pop Century or Art of Animation, they're like the budget hotels. They're, I think it was like 120 or $140 a night. And you've got all the amenities there. There's an arcade at Pop Century. Like if you want a chill day at the resort, it's super, super nice. Um, it's and plus you don't have to pay for an Uber and you don't have to pay for parking and all these other things that you would have to pay if you stayed at an Airbnb or rented a car or whatever it might be. So I'm I'm with you 100%. I have been changed, um, changed mm-hmm. for good. Or right, if, as they say. if you're somebody that you're like, okay, I really don't want to wait in this crazy long line for maybe maybe a park dumps or whatever. Remember, the minivan services are back through Lyft. So if you're like, I'm willing to pay whatever to be able to get wherever, those minivan people are Disney cast members. And they are the ones that are driving you all over Disney World property and whatnot. They, oh, I cannot tell you how much it is worth just... I, it might seem like a lot in the long run, but for the peace of mind, y'all, it is so much better. That's that's the Dapper Danielle take on all of that. <laughs> Agreed. Well, that is our game for the week. I think it's time for me to get out of the way and, and let you guys get to your countdown. Thanks for letting me hang out and, and play a little bit this week. It was fun. Thank Thanks, you, Danny. Danny. All right. <sighs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. 
your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Megan, I've been going on too many uh, rants in this episode, and I, I feel bad about it. <laughs> Don't feel bad. No, you're fine. You can, this is a safe uh, space, Danielle, to voice all of your concerns and your thoughts and opinions. You know, so you are I'm, fine. I appreciate that our podcast family is willing to put up with me and my my uh, my antics and whatnot. You know, oh, we welcome it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm really excited for this. Um, our, our little one through five uh, quote list here. Because um, the quotes aren't getting any better, y'all. They again. are because we have such a stark contrast between Danielle's and my quotes. Um, and it's just, it's going to get even worse. <laughs> it's going to get even it more is? polarized. Oh, yeah. We're, we're splitting off here. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Based on what you're saying and what I'm saying, um, this is going to be great. So. Let's, One of uh, our followers, uh, again, they were messaging us and they were just like, your lists are hilarious because Megan's making me feel all emotional and verklempt and whatnot. And then you're just you're just over here talking about uh, how women like a man with a big back porch and whatnot. And I'm like, yeah. OK, so, yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> It's great. It's great. Uh, that's just who we are, Danielle. We're just it's you know, true. we have we're we're Disney people, but we're we got the different types of um you know, things that we do, things that we like, and that's okay. And we're similar. Right. We have similarities, too. We do. Uh, well, but... I'll have you go ahead and start, because I'm still trying to make sure I have all of my quotes. Oh, yes, I, sure. have, I have my quotes pulled up. I'm ready. I'm going to, um, do you want to go through our 10 through 6 real quick? I'm just going to list them off. You you do your emotional ones first, and then well, I'll go through mine. We'll do the emotional ones. First. I'll go, here's, here's my emotional ones. Okay. So, the first one, and we couldn't decide if this was from the animated or the live action one, but it's from Alice in Wonderland, and it's "You're mad, bonkers, off your head." But I'll tell you a secret: all the best people are. And then number nine uh, is from Aristocats, and it's "Ladies do not start fights, but they can finish them." And then number eight was "The only thing predictable about life is its unpredictability," and that's from Ratatouille. Then number seven was the flower that blooms in adversity is the most rare and beautiful of all, which is from Mulan. And number six is from Bambi and it's Thumper saying, if you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. So that, that was, was a mine. good list. Yes. Yeah. Well, mine uh, was number 10 was what I just said with women like a man with a big back porch said by Raymond from Princess <laughs> and the Frog. Uh, number nine is from Grandma Tala and Moana. It says, I'm the village crazy lady. That's my job. Um, and then <laughs> number eight is by Mushu when uh, Mulan is uh, Mulan is firing the rocket into the snowy mountain. He says, "You missed. How could you miss? He was three feet in front of you." <laughs> um, so good. And then number seven is Lewis the alligator running out, uh, saying, "I found a stick." And Amazing. number six is by Baymax from Big Hero 6. And he says, 
You have sustained no injuries. However, your hormone and neurotransmitters levels indicate that you are experiencing mood swings. Comment in adolescence. Diagnosis, puberty. So Um, good. So So good. Oh, man. Um, Okay. Well, let's just get, let's just dive right into it, shall we? Um, What is is your number five, my my dear? My number five is a very, very brief one, (laughs) but it is one of my favorites from... Not my favorite movie, but my favorite character. And it's Don't Just Fly, Soar from Dumbo. And I have that quote literally probably at least five times throughout my room (laughs) in various places. My question is, is this one of those quotes? Because, I mean, Dumbo obviously didn't say it. No. Does Timothy Mouse say it? No, it's, um, does he say it? I could also find another one from the movie, but it's, uh, it's definitely, I think it's a, like a, maybe it might be a fan quote. I could be cheating right? a little bit here. I think it, it no, might be a fan that's, quote. But everybody uses it. So it's like one Everyone of those things of like, okay, is it, is it real or not? I don't know. It, oh, it I might not know. be real. I might have cheated and just put it from something I found on a t-shirt with Dumbo on it. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. But that's what Disney uses it in all of its marketing. They say that same quote over and over and over again. So, yeah. Um uh, apparently the quote is actually attributed to Walt Disney himself. And I actually, that's not the first time mm. this is going to happen in my one through five countdown, just so you know, a little foreshadowing. Um, uh, so yeah, it is actually for Walt Disney and it's not from the movie specifically, but yeah. You probably it's said it in Walt. the marketing or in the storylining. Lots of, of marketing. Oh yeah. Yeah. That. Mm-hmm. So. Which is pretty cool. That is pretty yeah. cool. But my uh, number five is said by Genie from Aladdin, and it is uh, when he's talking about his powers and whatnot. So he goes, phenomenal cosmic powers, live in space. Uh, that is that is my number five quote. I love that one. I even I say that one all the time. You have one that I quote all the time. See, but see, but that's why I I said these are my uh, a lot of these are my sidekick characters, mm-hmm. and that I picked them because I quote them the most, and especially here recently, we're we're looking to move. Uh, from the Dapper family is looking to move here in the Central Florida area, mm-hmm. and uh, there was a couple places we walked into, and I was just like, live in space. <laughs> so I've been using that a lot here recently. <laughs> oh, that's great, fantastic, as per usual. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, let's go to number four. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, <laughs> that's, I sorry, I like I'm reminding myself now what I put, and ugh, of course this is from one of the best Pixar movies, and it's when life gets you down, you know what you gotta do? Just keep swimming, just keep swimming, uh-huh. <laughs> just keep swimming, swimming. Okay, yeah, I had I had to put that one in there because that's literally, again, something I like to use as a little motivation and a little funny motivation from Dory, from time to time. So that is my number four. That's a good one. I know I it's very like that one too. It's a little cliche, but it's it's great. It's a great one. Well, my number four, I, I said this in the last episode, your Marie quote uh, did make my list also of yes. ladies do not start fights, but they can finish them is my number four placement uh, from Marie from Aristocats. Love it. Her delivery is excellent, too, in that line. Oh, the little, the little sass and whatnot. It's so, she's it's so funny. So sassy. <laughs> she's, she's a favorite of many Disney fans. Favorite and character. I feel, uh, you know, I would also say like a, an honorable mention of Marie would also be uh, her, ver- how she says, how romantic. And that's also <laughs> another I love that also. one too. Yes. Oh, so good. So good. All right. Number three. Okay. And this is from Miss Edna Mode in The Incredibles. I never look back, darling. It distracts from the now. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> Which is, yes. I mean, Edna is so iconic, obviously, in that movie. And I, I do love that quote specifically and her delivery of it. Um, and obviously it's in that lovely little message. It's like, you know, never look back. We're being present. So, yeah. I'm... I'm laughing over here because my number three is also by Edna. However, Wait. I, I was I was almost going to say that quote, but instead I picked the other part um, where it's uh, she's she's confronting Elastigirl and she's like, yes. what are you talking about? You are Elastigirl. Pull yourself together. That that is my number three quote. <laughs> that's hilarious, because as I was saying that, I thought of that scene. Oh, my God, that's so funny. Like, see, God, we were we were thinking together. the same character, just different lines of that same character. Yes. That's crazy. Wow. See, that's what I was saying. Like I we have, you know, a little bit of a different, you know, perspective, but we always if we somehow can come to the middle with our similarity sometimes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean I don't that's we're not gonna awesome. be together on our top two though. I will I will say that. <laughs> guaranteed, guaranteed. Because mine are super wait, what was my number two again? Again, I'm sorry, I'm like going back to it now my little list here um my number two oh yeah we're gonna vary very <laughs> yeah is, we're definitely gonna, gonna vary <laughs> super senti super sentimental okay all right um so number two is uh from winnie the pooh and i think this is one that is on many a t-shirt as well and a pin and it's you're braver than you believe stronger than you seem and smarter than you think and that's just a little i love a little boost of confidence and also you know, trying to get yourself back to who you are. And if you're ever like so doubting yourself or you're having insecurities, I just love that, you know, it's Winnie the Pooh and Piglet. And, that, and Piglet's such yeah. a little anxious, little ball of, it's a little ball of anxiety. Well, and so and I just love that little quote. In the quote. Disney movies, that quote is said to from Christopher Robin to Pooh Bear in the 90s. It was the 90s, early 2000s. Oh, that's the right. Search that's for right. Christopher it, it Robin movie. Po- yes. Yeah. And I I am triggered by that movie because as a kid, I was, I it made me emotional as a kid. And a so lot of those, it hit Christopher yeah. Robin saying it, I was like, <laughs> a lot of those movies made me emotional too. I like Winnie the Pooh, Tigger movie, very emotional movies. <laughs> like, yes. So, yeah. That's my number two. What's yours? That's so sweet, because mine's not emotional Let's at all. Let's go. I'm um, ready. <laughs> so mine mine actually is, it, it's one quote from one main character, and then the response from another character. It is from Wreck-It Ralph. Ooh, it is okay. said by Sergeant Calhoun, who is one of my favorite characters in yes. Wreck-It Ralph. And where it's where he, they're about to go into the war video game. Mm-hmm. And she says... All right, listen up, because I'm only going to say this once. Fear is a four-letter word, ladies. You want to go pee-pee in your big boy slacks? Keep it to yourselves. It's make your mama's proud time. And then Wreck-It Ralph says, I love my mama. That's that's the quote for number two. <laughs> <laughs> but that's so good. Like, look, at it's like, it's that's motivation right there. It is. So. And I feel like, for me, I, I use the end portion of that quote where it's, uh, make your mama's, mama's proud, proud time. time. Yeah. And then in my own head, I'll respond back to myself of, I love my mama. So <laughs> that's, that's why I made my number two quote right there. That's fantastic. And the, it is used in Wondrous Journeys, which is not currently at the Disneyland Resort, but it's a great part is it of really? that show. It is. It's make your mama's proud time right before Baymax comes out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Yes. Yeah. Or when Baymax comes out. Yep. Oh, so that's pretty cool. Yes. Love well, it. What is love your number it. one? 
Number one. Well, actually, before we get into our number ones, yeah. again, thank y'all for coming this far into the podcast and making it through all my rantings and ramblings about all the stuff happening here at Walt Disney World. And so, again, we appreciate you sticking around, listening to our list also. And don't forget to make sure you follow us over on the Instagrams, TikToks, and threads for Disney Countdown Show or on the Pod Disney for Twitter, X, whatever. We still don't know what it is. And yeah. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> also, this episode, if you uh, maybe you want to like re-listen to another episode or whatnot don't forget we are also over on youtube on Mm -hmm. the countdown show uh channel we uh all of our episodes are released on fridays for the video versions uh especially if you are someone that may you maybe you know somebody that's hard of hearing and you want to get them involved with the podcast that's another great thing and don't Mm -hmm. forget to maybe check out the patreon and maybe you can get the little present i'm making for everybody the little little postcard it's gonna be cute yeah yeah and all the all the bonus content too we have some fun over there we get a little raw and unfiltered it's great (laughs) and i go on to random stories are a little too intimate so um oh it's hilarious (laughs) yeah tmi on (laughs) patreon doesn't exist no there's never too much information (laughs) um all right so number one let's uh it's actually i had to pull it up because i need to make sure i'm looking at the right thing here okay here we go my number one and i'm just gonna read it right off and then i'll tell you where it's from and stuff it says Around here, however, we don't look backwards for very long. We keep moving forward, opening up new doors and doing new things because we're curious. And curiosity keeps leading us down new paths. Now, I know that is actually a Walt Disney quote by the man himself, but it's also featured in Meet the Robinsons, which happens to be uh, a a movie that featured my favorite song in one of our earlier countdowns and now has my favorite quote that is at the beginning of the credits, end of the movie for Meet the Robinsons. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's so fitting, Megan. Thanks. (laughs) Super sentimental again, but keep moving forward is one of my all time. That's that's my little abbreviated version of it. So I love that. Yeah. See where mine is also from my favorite movie. And it's said by one of my favorite characters, Charlotte LaBeouf. And it's not sentimental at all, but (laughs) (laughs) let me get into character. She says, Travis, when a woman says later, she really means not ever. Now run along. There are plenty of fillies dying for you to waltz them into a stupor. <laughs> and that yes. is that is my number one favorite quote. One. But then, uh, I mean, I think the whole scene is really one of my favorites. Because then as soon as he walks away, she's like, give me them napkins quick. And then Tiana's like, what for? And then she's like, I'm sweating like a sinner in church. That So that that whole scene is probably my favorite is really what it is. <laughs> she's she's amazing. I love Charlotte. Oh, my gosh. She, she is my spirit animal. I Iconic. Like. She really is. Yes. Oh. <laughs> so that's so awesome love that quote and i love that scene and it's just like it's true when a lady says later she really means she not really ever means like, not ever just try that's a nice way of saying no <laughs> never <laughs> exactly yes exactly. facts facts charlotte oh man well yay that was too fun that was that. fun that was, I think that was a fun little just to spice it up a little bit and do something, I don't know, I think this was a good example of showing like some of the more sentimentality quotes and whatnot, and then my 
obscure random quotes and that I, I really yeah, love. Absolutely. And I just want to say, y'all, um, it'll be the opposite Megan that you see on the Patreon. So if you want to see the more humorous quotes, 11 through 15, go and join the Patreon because I there I get a little more. These are going to be my funny, my funny quotes. I'm going to go full Dapper Danielle over there just in case you want to, in case you want a glimpse into that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I think that just about wraps up this episode. So I say, Megan, we go ahead and leave them and we will see y'all next time or hear y'all or wherever you're at um, next time you're uh, listening to us here at the Disney Countdown Show. So thanks again for joining us. Yeah. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll see you next time for our next countdown. And in the meantime, I hope you have a very magical day. And night, night, sleep tight, dream of churros tonight. Oh, that was cute. I really liked that one. That was fun. That was fun.